man. Episode 8, House of the Dragon. That's right. Everybody was talking about it as they should be. This show is the best show on television. I don't think there's an argument against it right now, obviously. Nothing else airing is even coming close. I love this show so much. And I don't know if you do. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. I think you probably do if you're here looking. Or maybe you just want to hear me to complain. I don't get this show. I don't understand. Either way, it's going to cost you. You got to subscribe. Whether you're uh, throwing a comment in there on positivity or negativity, you got to subscribe. Why? Because that's the price. You go into a store, it's free. Uh, I don't want to pay that. Why? It's free. That's it. Stop fucking around. (laughs) Anyway. Um, it's a good way to get people um, right on board, right? You threaten them to subscribe or otherwise tell them that they're um, they're not showing class. It, it's, it works. All right, let's get into this thing because you're here to talk about it, and I understand. House of the Dragon, Game of Thrones. Um, this show just gets better and better and better and better. The, the conversation about whether or not Emma Darcy and Olivia Cook would be able to do the same things that their predecessors were doing in the roles is now out the window. They are owning the role. They are fantastic. As I mentioned, I had never really seen much of Emma Darcy's work before this. I think they are incredible. Um, Powerhouse. There are a few times, by the way, throughout watching this episode, this one in particular, I hadn't done this beforehand, um, when Renera is talking to Viserys, and I saw young Millie Adcock in Emma Darcy's eyes. And it was, it was a really, it, it reminded me of Jamie Costa. And why, why do you say that? Well, I'll tell you. If you don't know Jamie Costa, he's a brilliant actor who doesn't do impressions. He embodies people. He, he embodies um, Robin Williams. He embodies uh, Owen Wilson, uh, Ewan McGregor, these people. And it's like, it's not an impression. He somehow contorts his face. And when you're watching him, he just becomes that person. And I'm not saying that that's what Emma Darcy was trying to do. It just happened. There was something when Emma Darcy was talking or Renera was talking to Viserys at the bed and this vulnerability of this young child came back when having a conversation, which I thought was brilliant. And I thought it worked really well. So anyway, shit goes down in this one. And I feel like every episode shit goes down but this is like this is the most important and the most heartbreaking i don't think anybody's going to disagree that it's patty constantine's episode for sure everybody's phenomenal in this i mean really really good but claims of 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 not not claims of thrones but claim i guess so not not claim of the iron throne but claim of the claim of the um valerian right um is supposed to go to renera's kid and there's a lot of talk, man. There's a lot of talk about that these kids are strongs. They ain't they ain't Valerian. So our main uh, our main guy, the uh, again, this this is something to warn everybody about. If you come over here, this is something also. If you're brand new. I, I mean I haven't talked about this in a while. But if you come here looking for somebody who's gonna nail all the names and know all the stuff that happened with ice and fire. Boy, did you come to the wrong channel. I'm going to I'm gonna do the best I can remembering a lot of these names. And it takes me, it took me like four episodes just to remember Viserys. But now you can't forget. Um, either way. So let's get, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to get into what I can. And we'll, we'll talk about, I think it was, um, yeah. So I know that Corliss, I know that Corliss was, um, was hurt. We don't see him get hurt. 
We just know that he was hurt. Gets hurt, and now who's gonna who's gonna take over? Who's gonna do it? Well, Surveyman thinks that he should, and he makes a plea. And it's like now, I don't know. We can't. We, it's it's ne- it's never happened this way before. We got to uh, we got to make sure that we keep it in the line. My my son's my 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 grandkid. And it's like, come on, it's not really his kid. Look, look at that kid. That's, here's the thing about that whole, and, and we'll get into it a little bit more. We can just get into it now. This is what this show does so well. It, it's not like a black and white definitive, yeah, this is exactly how you should feel. You should feel like those are the good guys, those are the bad guys. They put you in places where you're like, well, I, I can see his point. I think Sir Vaymond was a loud mouth and, was, and, and got, almost got himself in trouble in the war when he was yelling about how Damon was in... Um, you know, it was was losing control and all this, and his brother said, "Shut your trap. You're gonna get us. You're gonna get you into trouble. You're gonna get me into trouble. Shut up. Your mouth's gonna get in trouble." And it ultimately does. However, the reason why he's trying to get into that seat is legit. He he's making this claim, and he and the things that he's saying when he's like, "This is my bloodline." It ain't continuing with these kids. Look at them. And you go, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. But there's, you got to play the game of thrones, right? But it was, he was, but that was the thing is that you're not necessarily, I was, I was not rooting for him at first. And then as I'm watching him give his speech, I'm like, I, I get why he's there. Like I know why he's there. It's not like oh, he shouldn't be there. He shouldn't be going against the way this is. This is a, as as Renera was saying. This is a farce. I mean, it is and it isn't. You know they were they were doing it. They they don't want you in there, and they want to take control. And the high towers need him in control because he's going to help them out, and then they're going to have a Valerian fleet. Sure, that's the politics involved in it, and that's the farce of it all. Absolutely, but his claim ain't bullshit. So that was a tough one, but that was there's, there's a lot before that even happens. We'll get into the there's so much. This, that's the thing. There's so much that happens in this show without like big. There's some big moments in here, obviously, as we just mentioned. You know, and when he eats shit, like we like that was a shocking moment. You knew eventually. He, I mean, we'll get into it. I don't. I, we're going we're to talk about that. So I, I don't want to. I don't want to jump. But she's put the queen's put uh, in the position here. The, the almost uh, almost queen of the seven and the Iron Throne, she's put in a very horrible place, right? Because she's like, all right, what am I going to do here? I'm pretty sure Rhaenyra and Damon had my son killed, which is not the case, but she thinks it is, and, and rightfully so. She, but I, but I got to play. She knows how to play the game. She would have been a great queen. She knows how to play the game. But she's like, yeah, let's, let's just go. We're gonna to go to Westeros, and we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. So, they move on over. He goes with them, make his claim. Renera and Damon head there, and this, this is what I. The other thing that I thought was really interesting is how much 
it's changed when they, when they got back. King's Landing has changed. Starting in Westeros, uh, King's Landing has changed dramatically because, and they even said it in the after thing was that in the when we first meet the Targaryens in this time period, there's like Targaryen art and dragon stuff all over the place. But as Viserys has gotten older or sicker, um, the High Towers have taken over, and Allison has now found religion of the of, of the gods. And now there's more stuff about that. And then Rhaenyra comes in and she's like, I don't even recognize this place anymore. It's more stuffy and all that type of stuff. And they walk in, they're not even greeted really. There's this beef. This is so good with the this is why it's writing in the show is so good. It's like this, you can feel it. You can just feel it in the air. And that's why by the that's why the end of the end of this episode is just so tragic because you know shit's gonna go down, but it was but it's like, oh look at this. They're gonna they're all gonna they're all gonna be friends. And you know that they're not gonna be. Um But then we know eventually we're going to see Viserys. We're going to see. They're there to go see him. And this is heartbreaking scene. Now, what was so great about this, what I liked about it, when this is the scene I was talking about before, when Emma Darcy, essentially to me, transformed into young Millie Adcock with, with just a, a look. I'm really impressed with Emma Darcy, man. Uh, what a performance thus far. Anyway, um, and looking at... um. Viserys and Patty Adcock. Patty Adcock? Sure. Patty Constantine. Um, having a conversation with them. And what I really liked about this scene, what I thought they were going to do, what they normally always do, not, not just Game of Thrones, but everybody. Uh-oh. They're going to have to fight through this because he's lost his mind. They're in control now. and Which is essentially, the they're in control part was true. But he didn't lost his mind. He's just hurting. In bad shape. He's he's just holding on by a thread, and you can see it. And they even say to him, because they, and they're trying to they're keeping him they're trying to keep the pain down. A they're trying to keep the pain down with the poppycock milk or whatever the fuck he's drinking, and then they also know I right, just in case he starts asking questions and stuff because he's he's got his right mind about him. Just give him the fucking milk. I, I do believe that both high both high towers do want him to not be in pain. Again, that's why the difference between when you look at something like um, I think some people have compared Allison to Cersei, and at least not yet, maybe maybe down the line, but not yet, because Allison cares. I mean, and Renary even gives her props and says, "Hey, you've taken care of my of my dad." Because they could have, they could have let him just go and then taken over, or maybe this, again, it's a trickier situation. I know people would comment, "Well, if they let her go, then Rhaenyra gets the throne right away, and it's a little too trickier." Ab- absolutely, it is, but I do believe that she cares, and they don't, and you know, they're keeping him alive, they're they're helping him out, but they're they're easing his pain and helping themselves out because they they're making all these deals, and that's when this whole conversation comes. Like, we're not giving this kid that throne. There's no way, we're not giving it to him gonna give it to um we're gonna give it to the guy who's gonna help us out and it's and so they they have all these conversations they have it's and and we we gotta give it to vayman but we'll let it we'll we'll hear everybody out and i'm gonna go talk to uh i'm gonna go talk to uh, allison's i'm gonna go talk to you know damon and uh and and renera and and greet them and and that doesn't go well because she's like come on you know what you're doing here this is bullshit she's like oh well you know, you, you wanna you wanna you wanna talk some shit? Okay. See you tomorrow. Hope that works out for you. Takes off. 
And then there's that great conversation that Rhaenyra has with the queen, or the the queen who would have been the queen of the Iron Throne. And she's offers her this deal. And she, and and she had offered a deal like this before, which was I thought again really impressed with the writing. She offers her this Rhaenyra offers her this deal, and she is like, "Look, I didn't kill your son. I loved your son. I'm telling you, like you believe me, you don't believe me. And look, I want to offer you this. We'll wed our kids, with my kids, with your grandkids. And we're gonna or and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this right." And she's like, "Oh, it's a very generous offer." Or desperate. Now, Rhaenyra has made an offer like this before when she was desperate before with, with Allison, which Allison, you know, called her out on it. Queen calls her out on it. And this time, Rhaenyra's like, yeah, but who cares whether it's desperate or not? Who gives a shit? That's a good point. Who gives a shit? But uh, go in on your own because I ain't helping you. At least we think. So sends her in. I love that scene. Like, it's just like, that's what the show does so well. It's like every little scene, even, I mean, that scene is, is even as little, it's, it's, it's massive in weight, right? But it's a little scene, you, you remember it. Like, just, just watching the episode and going through it, going, oh, yeah, how important was that? Important. The other stuff that you got Pigeon Boy, who doesn't want to be the king. Aim, um, what's his uh, Aragorn, whatever the hell his name is. Aragorn. <laughs> He's the, the Pigeon Boy. The jerk off kid, uh, he he don't want to be the he don't want to be the king. Aegon, right? Aegon, and he don't want to be the king, and and he's and he's. I guess he's. He, I, it seems like he's he's raping his the help. And then Allison says, "Hey," to the girl. Basically, in the best way, I know my 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 son's an asshole, but she manipulates her like you don't want to say anything else you don't want to be that girl it was a creepy scene horrible scene she didn't want to be doing the, the action but knew that she had to and then she slaps the shit out of this kid rightfully so this kid is not the he's he's not the one now if Amond was i mean Amond is is essentially damon right Amond is, is, is that or argon i can't remember these fucking people's names the the kid with the patch on his eye Right? What the hell's a kid's name? Amond, right? Yeah, it's Amond. I was right. What the hell are you yelling at yourself about? It's upset. But he's got, like, that kid, when you see him and he walks in, his nephews come in and watch him, he's like, oh, man. Yeah, we slashed his eye, and now he's, uh, now he's a fucking badass with a patch on his eye. Because he, he, he's, Sir Kristen was, was delegated to just getting beat. He doesn't age. Nobody ages, by the way, in this show except the kids, and and uh, and poor Viserys. There's only two people who age. Everybody else looks exactly the same. So Kristen looks the same. Everybody looks the same. Nobody. Damon doesn't age a, a, a second. But that's only, that's my only. Well, there were two critiques with with, with this particular episode. Nobody aged ages outside of those people, and um, and the CGI when. Uh, when the head chopping happened. When Vayman, Vayman, Amon, Damon. Vayman, Amon, and Damon. They're going on the road together. Patch. I banged my, my, my niece and, uh, and half a head. They're all going out on tour. So, but anyway, it's just, you, you see that this kid 
is now just a, a complete badass. He's the one out of the kids that is going to be the threat. He's going to be the threat. We know this already. It's a great stare-off. Somebody sent this to me yesterday. I don't have the, the meme itself. But there's a stare-off at the end of the episode where Damon's looking at uh, Eamon. And someone sent it. This is a, it's a meme. I don't know if you've seen the boys, but there's a particular meme in the boys where someone says, you know, you're a, you're a cheap copy or something like that. I don't wanna, I'm not going to ruin who says it because I don't want to spoil it for you, but someone says you're a cheap copy. It's like, nah, I'm the upgrade. And that's essentially what Damon and Eamon doing it at one point looking at each other but um man that was just uh that's just all the setup there where we get the and 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 there's so much setup with the kids people say there's no good people in this show right i think that i think that that um Renera's kids are going to turn out to be like the good ones like the the john snows of the of the show even though the little fucker was taunting aiming at the end he started it by laughing at him stupid Stupid move. Should have just left well enough alone. Because you knew that, that there was just a fuse waiting the light. And I love that uh, the, the older kid who's now... No, he's not... No, the younger kid is the one taking over. Again, it's a lot to hold on to. But the, the one who slashed his eye, they got beef, those two. I think that's going to keep on going down. But as we move forward through... Um, this episode, they have the we, we have our we have our little trial, if you will, or the, not trial, but like, uh, look, my kid deserves it. It's like you don't deserve shit. That's a strong kid. That ain't that ain't that ain't nobody. Blah 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 blah. And this little bastard, he, he's like the new. He's he is turning into the new Joffrey. This little pigeon, fucking jerk off kid. Um, this is the kid I think is going to be like the Jon Snow of it all. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. This scene, man. Okay, so let's get into it. As Rhaenyra's making her pitch, why her kid needs to be the one. Doors open up. Viserys comes walking in, dick out. I mean, this was a scene. Now, Viserys, if anybody's arguing again, like I know there were arguments in the beginning of it, which I understood. Is Viserys a good guy? Is Viserys a good king? Viserys answered all those questions. In this episode. Took him a while, but he became a great king. Um, it took him a while, and a lot of the decisions he made ultimately got him to this point. So you can you can maybe counteract with that, but I think a great king can also be looked at of what decisions did you make, how did you do things, and is he was ultimately trying to do what his predecessor did, to keep the peace, and he knew you got to keep the House of the Dragon in sync. Otherwise, it's over for us. And he knew, and he's been holding on to Aegon's, um, dr- you know, dream the whole time, and or vision. And he's been holding on to, it and he knows Rhaenyra's got to be the one. He knows it, so he gets his ass out of the bed before that too. He tells Hightower, "We're having a dinner tonight." And he's setting it up. He's like, "We got to have a dinner. We got to do this. No matter what, I'm going to be there." He's like, yeah, take some of the milk and shut your hole. And he's like, "Fuck off! I'm not taking the milk. I want a dinner. And I'll be there." Be there at six, dick face. And so he goes and he shows up and he walks in and he's like, get the fuck away from me. I'm walking on my cane. Don't touch me. This is the entrance and I got my gold half a mask on so people don't see the hole in my face. And I'm walking through with my fucking bald head and I'm moving in. So get out of my way because I'm going to sit on that throne. 
and he can't make it up. His fucking crown's falling off his head. He's a mess. Damon walks up to him, grabs him by the arm. He looks up. He's like, got it. And he sees Damon. He's like, all right, it's you. And this one, this one got me too because I don't know. If people who know don't know. I lost my brother um, in uh, in 2018, and um, you know that bond you know that you have just in general with your siblings. And what kind of fights or anything that you get into? It's like it's always there. And these two, like all the history that they had, and even when Sarah's laying on the bed, and he says to him, he goes, "Damon, Damon," and and he's and he's. Damon helps him out. It's a great moment. Great moment. And then shit goes down. That's, that's, this, this is the knife part of this. Because, uh, what's his face? Gets all pissed off. Damon gets pissed. He's like, because Sarah sits down and goes, all right, look, what are we talking about here? What are we talking about? This is, my, my grandson's getting, getting the throne. That's, that's, unless there's another, is there another claim? Did did Corliss not want this? What 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 happened? His wife goes, no. He does. He wants it. He wants, this. and that's it. Okay, end of story. Well, Vayman doesn't like that. Vayman gets pissed off. Vayman says, it, "It's a great line." Vayman starts screaming and yelling. He's about to say it, and Damon goes, "Say it. Go ahead, say it." And you're like, oh, "He's not gonna say it." <laughs> and the fucking guy goes, "Oh." Lost odds. You know, that's part that 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 alone is gonna get you that you're in trouble now. And he doubles down. And she's a whole. And you're like, oh, this fucking guy's not gonna make it. And Viserys gets his fucking ass up and he's ready to scrap. He's like, I'm gonna cut out your tongue, dick face. That's it. How do you like that? And he's like, Yeah, what are you gonna do about it? He doesn't have a chance to because his head gets cut off. Just like that. Half a face. Look at that. Whoop. There goes your head. Damon, oh, that's, well, that's disgusting. And Damon's like, yeah, you keep your tongue, asshole. You got something to say about my wife now? Someone tweeted out to me that that was, uh, that was his Will Smith, keep your wife's name out, my, out, out your motherfucking mouth. But there he goes, out like a light. And he disarm him. Sarah sits down. With his, that mask is something else. Um, and then the dinner happens, man. At dinner. Holy shit, that dinner. The dinner did so much because it's so heartbreaking, right? You have this whole scene with them. They're all sitting down, and they're they're fighting at first, and they're scrapping, and then Sarah's like, cut the shit out. Listen. He gives a great speech, and all this stuff at the time, and he didn't want to, as a king, he didn't want to, you know, want to try to avoid the confrontation. He wanted to try to avoid this stuff, and he just called it out and said, stop fucking fighting with each other. If you band together... We got this thing. We got it. And it's it's a good moment by Renera to show what she's got as a queen, where she's like, okay, look, I'm going to start out with my friend Allison. And I'm going to say thank you for everything that you did for my pops. Thank you. And then Allison throws it back at her. And everybody starts throwing compliments. And even when the pigeon boy tries to fuck around, the the the, the guy I think is going to be the Jon Snow is like, no, I'm going to give props to my, to my uncle's. Props to you guys for what you did. And then, and then it's cool. It's chill. Viserys then is just like, okay, I did it. And he fucking craps. And that craps out all the way, but he's like, I'm out. I took a lot. So they carry his ass out. Seems like everything's going to happen. Everything's going to go good. And then the little, the little guy, 
this is a great moment too, but that happens after. But the little guy starts fucking with Eamon. And Eamon's like, all right, here we go. I got something for you because I'm cl more clever than my stupid brother who's just going to say stupid things and get himself in trouble. Check this out. You guys are really, um, really strong. And you're like, oh, this guy. And he provokes the fight. Everybody breaks out and you just know, okay, it, it, ain't, it ain't going down. It, 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 I mean, it's still going to go down. They, they're not going to, this Brady Bunch shit ain't going to happen. So the big fight happens. You're like, okay, that's, this, is, this is the setup for it all. But the most devastating thing is the conversation that, because Allison is there to take care of her husband. She's talking to him. He thinks she's that Renair is there. He's talking to Renair, and he's like, listen, i got to finish the story here. I'm going to tell you about some of the ice and fire, the song of ice and fire. Let's talk about it. You got to, it's on you. You got to do it. Aegon, and she's in, so Allison doesn't know what the fuck's going on. She hears Aegon, oh, wait, you want him to be king? The prophecy, he's supposed to be king? Is that what you're saying? I get what you're saying here. I get it. It's not what he's saying. He's trying to talk to Rhaenyra and tell Rhaenyra she needs to be in the lead. Great setup. Fantastic episode. Fantastic. And just like, and then it's like, okay, it's all going to go down. And now that, now that Patty Constantine is, what, what give that man the Emmy. You got to, you got to, if he doesn't get a nomination, he's definitely getting a nomination. If he does get a nomination, it'd be a crime, but he was so good in this and just took you on a loop with Viserys. I've liked Viserys since the beginning first episode was uh, was a tough call for him with his wife and he's made things where you're like come on man and damon called him out you're like, you got to make that move and i even said it a few times he's not a great king but he's a good dude i think that he that he, he did everything that he could at this point he kept the peace for a while and he did and as and i think patty constantine said it in the after thing he, you look 200 years later you look back at him and he was a really great king um but now it's all going down i don't I love this episode and obviously longer uh longer review here what'd you guys think like it not like it dig it not dig it what do you think of the show i think most people are gonna love this episode but i really want to know and please as i said before show a little subscribe try to get seventy thousand by the end of it um man what an episode it was i was such a such a massive fan of this one this kid's creepy as hell um but anyway what are you guys thinking about this show overall do you like it do you not like it you think that it's the best show on television i want to know what you think so please go ahead and um, and let me know. I'm trying to trying to hit those uh, comments as much as I can. So thank you. I appreciate you. We'll see you on the flip side. Peace.